Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Big Lads Talking Straight. My name is Simo. I'm here with my wonderful compatriot, Shockers. That's very kind of you, Simo. How are you, big lad? You alright? I'm doing well. I'm doing well over here in uh, sunny but cold New Zealand. Oh, mate, talking to, to, tell me about sunny. It's been 27 degrees here today. That is unheard of. Yeah. In fact, Northern Ireland had 30 degrees, the hottest day on record ever. Wow. Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds we are good. melting. You are melting. You are melting. And talking about melting, what we're doing today is we're going to have a special mini-series. The mini-series we are going to call Fit Fat Lads. That's right. And it's all about the big lads getting a bit fitter getting a bit thinner and trying to become medium lads isn't it shocking yeah yeah it is it is i think um the kind of crux of it is that me and you somehow we were having a chat about kind of things weren't we and how how life's been going over the last i don't know years months Mm -hmm. years and uh just you know what changes can we make to our lifestyles to get a bit a bit fitter you know and the reasons why we're doing it so we decided that we'd um we'd embark on a wee fitness quest didn't we 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 did we did um we're uh, we're gonna go through this we'll hopefully check in with you either once a week or once every couple of weeks just to see how we're doing to to back this up disastrously we've um we've actually signed up to a proper program haven't we we have signed yeah up. we have so uh, you may be wondering how this is gonna work with Simo being in Auckland New Zealand and me being in Aberdeen Scotland. Well, what we've done is we've recruited a personal trainer who is going to look after us both, keep us on track. So we've got RG Focus. Um, that's Dan, Dan Retta's company. He is an online fitness coach and personal trainer. And what he's done for us is he's put together a, a nutritional plan for both of us to follow. Um, and he's put together a, a workout program as well, which has been, uh, well, we're going to get into it and kind of see what it's like. And, mm. and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to shed some pounds. So I guess the question is, why are we doing it? You know, what What are we hoping to get out of this, Simo? What we're after is a slightly changed lifestyle that doesn't affect our health as much. So we want to improve our health a bit and we want to get something that's a good, sustainable new lifestyle. That's what we're after, yeah. I think, because yeah. we, we talk pretty often and we know when we're... Uh, when life life throws that throws a lot at you and different people have got different coping skills and it's quite um obvious to me that uh whilst i'm not an alcoholic i uh, definitely am addicted to other substances such as food so it, it's uh and and and, and shockers is the same so what you do is you is uh use that little bit to regulate so we was always a common thing so yeah so that's, that's what we're trying to get out of it trying to Trying to break a few habits and make new habits and and crack through, and uh, that's what it is for me. What is it for you? Yeah, it, it it is along the lines for that for me. Um, I think you know we had our first initial consultation with Dan. Um, you know, and he was saying that it takes six weeks to actually form a habit and change. You know, make a change in your in your lifestyle. So, um, I'm hoping to see that kind of transpire in my life definitely to just be kind of more mindful about what I'm eating about yeah losing a bit of weight is always going to be good I want to look good naked you know who doesn't oh, I mean you know, we, we need to get you there mate I mean I already do but we need to get you there <laughs> yeah I know yeah you are a sight to behold when you're naked <laughs> it's true an Adonis um, but also for me it's a, 
you know, I had this thing a couple of years back where I got kind of diagnosed with high blood pressure, and there, there's nothing underlying. So they've done all the tests, nothing underlying. They just kind of caught it because I had to go in and get um, some surgery on my finger randomly after I broke it at rugby. So they they found that I had high blood pressure every time I went in. They're like, oh, your blood pressure is a bit high, and I'm like, okay, right. Well, how can I fix that? And they're like, well. Don't drink, don't eat red meat, try and cut down the salt, all that sort of stuff. So I did that for a good three months. Went back in, they're like, oh, your blood pressure's a bit high. And I was like, you bastards. <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, I've just got what they were saying is probably naturally high blood pressure. It's just lucky that they, they caught it. So yeah. I'm, on, uh, I'm, on, I'm on meds for it, um, for hypertension. But I want to try and get off those and I want to see if actually changing my lifestyle and eating a bit healthier and looking after myself a bit more and doing more exercise will will help with that. So, um, you know, interestingly, having chatted with Dan, our new PT, um, oh. he was, he's, he's making us drink and I've seen the, seen the nutritional program here, three liters of water a day. Three liters. You know, that's a, that's a chunk, a chunk of water a day. But he was saying that actually regulating your blood pressure, a lot of it's down to water. Which I really? didn't know. Wow. Hmm. Well, so. I'm I'm approaching this from a case of six pints, right? Three liters is six pints. And if you went to the right, pub okay. in the evening, six pints is a, you know, not completely out of the woods. So imagine nah, you went to the, the pub every day and you had six pints. You're just having six pints of water. So yeah. So here's the other thing, though. I know that beer is made from water you can't count that doesn't doesn't work <laughs> obviously i understand how alcohol works as a diuretic but what i'm saying is that that's the way i'm thinking about it in terms of we have six pints of water a day so you know it's yeah, like yeah. Well, what would you do you'd, like in the olden days you'd have two pints at lunch and then you'd get home and you'd have two pints before dinner and then you'd have two pints after dinner you know that's uh, the way i'm thinking i normally it. have a little bit of water when i wake up yeah, that's the bit I struggle with. I need to, I need to have some some water in the morning. That's my bit. Yeah, I don't have much though. It's only a little bit, but I'm gonna have to up that. I think. Mm. But we'll see how it goes. All right. So I have a question for you then, Simone. Obviously, we're embarking on this journey. You know, it's, it's twelve week. I should say it's a twelve week plan. So you know, a long way to go. Have you always been a big lad? Oh, not always. Not always. Um, but definitely got to be a bigger lad before everybody else did. So I really got to be a bigger lad just as I got to uni. So before that, I was, I was, I would say I was big, but I wasn't a big lad. You know what I mean? I, yeah, um, okay. And um, so I played in the forwards, but I wasn't always a prop. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. let me put it that way. You know, I was a second row slash ball handling dynamic second row. On the flat, on the edge, and then uh, when I went to so university, when did you? Yeah, sorry. When I went to university, and I didn't have somebody controlling, you know, like nobody was making my own meals. I was making nobody was making meals. I was making my own meals, you know. So right. uh, that that was pretty much when when it, things started to bloom. Plus alcohol, so that just that just throws it all out. Um, but yeah. because I was young, I could could you know could really you know train through it, so you could burn off all the alcohol because you were training. You know, and mm. you can burn off a majority of the food, and it, it, it just creeps. You know, like it's a, it's a creep on you. It creeps all the way through, and then you do fitness stuff, and you, you know, and, and we talked about all the rugby league stuff and uh, about how we wish we trained harder and we'd and we'd we'd looked after our nutrition harder. I and mean, that's the thing. Um, so yeah, for me, always 
from university onwards, I would say. At middle of university, not the start, but from the middle of uni. Did you ever get to a point where you're kind of like, you know, you get those moments <clears throat> where you kind of catch yourself and you're like, oh, crap, I need to make some changes here? Yeah, you do. Um, the The biggest annoyance of it all is that you forget that you are a big lad. So you, not once you live in denial, but you don't, it isn't on you, on your brain every day, all the time. So you'll like. What do you mean? Uh, you'll go to uh, first time it ever really got to me. First time I ever really noticed it was I went to Alton Towers and I tried to sit in a ride, and they had to like squeeze the ride down to get me in it. All right. Right, so you didn't really think you were anything, didn't really think you were much, and then you sat in it. I was like, oh, that was strange. That was weird. That's never happened before. And then the next thing you start to see is where you, uh, you're out, like, even on, like, a pub crawl or walking around with a lot of people, and everybody, all your mates are all fine, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm puffed here. Yeah, you, all right, you may have walked six or seven k's, you know, a couple mm. of miles, a few miles, but the biggest danger to a fat, to a big lad is a long... <laughs> slightly slight incline doesn't have to be a big hill you, you know you went to uni in the wrong town didn't you I went to uni in the wrong town especially in Edinburgh walking up that hill especially living with oh, the, the guy I lived with was a he he lived in Northern Ireland so he was a fast walker you know they're all fast walkers, all fast walkers in Northern Ireland and um, going up the hills and he was like oh we're just walking normally I was like no you're not you're walking as fast as a car Dev slow down <laughs> <laughs> you're not a car you know a man couldn't cycle as fast as you walk. So, yeah, so um, I, I would say so. I, I think that's the big thing that, that nags you. And then when you realise you are, that realisation drives a little bit of, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a bit of checking yourself and being like, all right, okay, why am I like this? So so that that's the... Is, the it, is it a bit of a vicious cycle, though? Do you find? It absolutely is. It absolutely is because you relate your, the fact that, your, the kind of that realization and that to your own self worth, and okay. and this is an interesting one. So whenever you lose weight, one of the the, the biggest struggles I have with whenever you lose weight is that people treat you better. Well, when you lose weight, when you lose weight, all right, you knock two stone off, and for some weird reason, the general public treat you better. I am From- not joking. From like having seen you before, or just in general? In general, they, they, they I ha, I, th- I think it's merely a chip on my shoulder, but it, there's an appre- I think people treat you a little bit better, especially Hang at work. But if it's just general, all oh, right. So people who know you, people who know you, you to, right, kind okay, of right, would treat you better. It's really, okay. really weird. It's very do you, difficult. To do you explain. reckon that's because they can see that you're making an effort, or you, you know? I don't know. I don't know about that. Because um, I, I, I think a lot of people will see see big lads or big ladies and just be like, lazy. That's the can't biggest, be arsed, That's the biggest. Not thing looking I after hate. themselves. That's, that that is to. I would say if there was a chip, if I had one thing, one thing in my ego that I really struggle with is people who believe that I'm lazy because yeah. you, because you're yeah. a big lad. And I, I, I have been in work settings where people have done this or said this, 
or people don't people want like look to employ you or think that you're as worthwhile of what you do what your job is because they think oh they're just they're just lazy that I don't want them to work for me they're lazy and and it and it, and it does get to you does get to you and I think that to be honest the more you get on that kind of analyzing scale that it, for me it's always been a road to getting depressed and then how do you regulate you eat it it, it doesn't work you just gotta yeah the, the 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 element is you've got to figure out what makes you happy and what what do you do and at the end of the day the, there's there's two things I, i'm really starting to figure out what makes me happy and what makes me happy is rugby and that isn't watching rugby it's being involved and in playing some form of rugby and at the moment doing a little bit of stand-up comedy to get involved in comedy in general right that, that's it yeah. those are the two things that make me happy and those are the two things i'm going to spend time on and 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 that's uh, it, it. It's good, you know. You, you, it, the rugby thing I never realised. So I, 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 some of you guys uh, may not know. I took pretty much two and a half, three years off rugby um, because I thought, oh, I'm retired and and this and that. I'm going to try different stuff. Now, since I've got back involved in rugby, I'm happier, chattier, you know, and and, and that's what it is. And um. And what is it about you, mate? What is it? What do you? Well, I think um, for me, I've have I been a big lad all the time. I've been, yeah, probably. I've always I kind of had this kind of thought where you know you're going through school and you've got this little bit of puppy fat, as you used to call it. You know, and you're like, oh, it'll, it'll go when you get older and stuff like that, which is fine. But I think I've always had this thing, and it's probably a bit of denial in my head, but. I've always felt like I needed to have a bit around the middle to kind of see me over the game line in rugby. So I used mm. it as an almost as an excuse, eh? Yeah. To like, I need to have this because otherwise I'm not going to be as good at rugby to break the line or to, to smash somebody in a tackle. And, you know, I found that in 2008 when we went to the Student World Cup was that we went through this big training program um, prior to it as a bunch oh, of us in Napier who went through it and it was good <laughs> but I lost a load of weight I lost a ton of weight and I was looking really fit and, and really well you know probably probably the best shape I've been in um, and then I just found that when I got to got to Australia I just couldn't get through the gain line I just couldn't although I was probably quicker I just couldn't get through it mm. so you know again that kind of compounds that kind of almost denial that you know I need to be a little bit fat a little bit overweight to kind of to be my best at rugby Um you know, so I guess there's that kind of denial side of things as well. You know, probably a bit of bit of body dysmorphia in there as well. The other way around, I mean, body dysmorphia. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, you know, really thin people think they're fat. But I also think that it works the other way around, where you have bigger people like like me. I'm quite yeah. happily, quite happy to admit it that you kind of look it. and you're like, well, yeah, you know, but we're like, ah, I'm not that big. Get away <laughs> with it. You know, you can suck your suck your stomach in when you're looking in the mirror. And you're like, yeah, I'm all right. But actually, it's those times where you're walking around somewhere and you catch yourself in a reflection. You're like, Oof. holy moly, <laughs> who's that guy? Yeah, I, I've yeah. had a few of those. I've had a few of those. So yeah. I can definitely, I can definitely understand where you're coming from. So, you know, I mean, um, but for me, uh, to, to answer your question, I guess, what, what kind of makes me happy and what makes me tick, I guess, is for me, really, these days, it's family. You know, I, you know, I'm all about family. I've got three kids now, so it's about spending time with them and making sure that they're they're happy um but you know they're they're quite active kids so they want to be outside doing stuff all the time like this morning for example first thing is he wanted to do was go outside and play british bulldog 
<laughs> with a rugby ball and you're like okay that's fine but I need to be more active and I need to kind of be get in better shape because I'm telling you she's six but she can sidestep me and I'm not happy about that so I need to kind of fix that which, mm-hmm. is, which is fine um, but yeah there's, the, there's there's kind of that side of it for me it's just good on you good on you so that's it we've done our we've done our we're, uh, we've got our programs we do we've got our programs yep. what, what do we think about our programs do you want to go first I'm really liking what Dan's done with the program so we've got a, I've got a, I guess as a family it's fairly similar I mean I've got a, I've got a stretching protocol which I should do every day mm. um, and then there's a couple of sessions so the all body workouts and then a steady state as well um, which is which is fine it, nothing looks too full on for me it's all things I think I can manage um so yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll be okay. I'm I'm a little bit apprehensive about it. I wanna I wanna make a success of it. I wanna try and lose some pounds, you know, and just trying to get there. And I think the hardest thing for me is going to be the nutrition, for sure. Mm. Just because there's always sweets or chocolates or biscuits in the in the cupboard. <laughs> So I need just, to kind of avoid you just want to live in the garage so you never come in, don't you? Well, yeah, maybe. But then the other thing as well is, you know, if the, <clears throat> you'll be the same. If um if the kids don't eat all their food, then it, it goes on my plate, you know what I mean? Because I hate seeing food wasted. Yeah. So that's, just, that's the thing. Like, I have to kind of eat it. <laughs> so I need to stop doing that. I know what you mean. What about you, man? What are you thinking about the programs? Uh, very, I would say similar to you in that I'm putting all 90% of my effort... I want to put into the nutrition, so I really want to. I really want to focus on that, um, because I've always done it the other way around. I've always focused on the the exercises or oh, doing these exercises and all and all that. And for those of you you do know me, you, you know I'm, that stuff's easy for me. It's like yeah, I can do it. And I've always been, um, you know, a bit fat but fit, you know, all that kind of stuff. But um, for me, it'll be the the nutrition. So. Um, interesting. There's a there's a lot of food in my program. So like you know, going through how much there is, um, it feels like there's a lot, but there's no there's no treats and you know chocolate and stuff. So it, it yeah. just feels like there's going to be a lot of food, um, and eating you know a lot of meat and stuff like that. So um, um, keen to get on with it. Keen to um, I mean, be doing my own meal prep and stuff. So that should be that should be interesting. Um. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, look, I, I, apprehensive is a similar word for me. Um, I, I am trying to not get too over it and excited. I'm trying to build from this one slowly, and just mm. keep to do the simple things, do the easy things first, um, and the simple things rather than try and make it all complicated. So that that's the plan for me. Yeah, yeah I think that's. I think that's that's fair. You know, I, I think it's really important that we're honest about it. I think is is kind of part of that as well. You know, me and you are doing this together. We've got Dan, who's our PT, who's just kind of looking after us, and we'll check in with him weekly. Um, but you know, we need to be honest about how we're getting on and and how we're doing, which I know we will be. Um, otherwise, it's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm 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 invest I'm I'm invested into it. I'm Here pretty pretty good to go. Do you know what I mean? Me too, mate. I think uh, the the investment's got to be not just not just doing it, but also realizing when it's not going well, you know. So because there's always going to be one totally. reserve to help you. So so onwards then for the for the first 
couple of weeks. Yeah, man. First yep. couple of weeks. Let's, uh, let's see how we go. Let's see, see how we go. go. Yeah, got the, got the first day started. Got a, a McDonald's. My, mine says McDonald's uh, Hunger Buster Breakfast <laughs> is what it says. <laughs> McDonald's drive through breakfast. That's what it says. <laughs> no. Mine says get yourself a nice bargain bucket from KFC. <laughs> and enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> then it's off to Benidorm for a stag. No, no, no. You've got a KFC, hit the bar. Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, that the, that's the end of our first little uh, chapter here. We'll uh, we'll update you yeah. in uh, I think probably a couple of weeks as to how things are going, yeah. and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you then. So uh, good, you know, good afternoon, good evening, and good night from the big lads. Good night, shockers. See you later. Yeah, no night. La, 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 la.